And we are on. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Sports Unhinged. It is the Super Bowl and here we are reviewing it. Little did we know at the beginning of the season that one of us will be really nervous walking into this weekend. Not Houston. No nerves. No nerves. Not Carolina. Look at the hand. Steady. (laughs) Eugita, how do you feel? Your Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Controlled fear. Controlled fear. Less than 48 hours away. How do you feel, man? Can't wait. Excited. Can't wait. Uh, Shouldn't be that excited. I haven't got my Super Bowl cap like I did last week. All right. Should probably get it. But yeah, looking forward to it, man. WTF, man. What are you doing? Say again? He almost jinxed them last time. I mean, you almost. I didn't almost jinx him. It was a blowout game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but I mean, usually when you do things like that, you jinx them, but you ended up jinxing the quarterbacks hey, of the I, 49ers. I, they all went down. I, <laughs> I pour ice down the back of Jinx, all right? Jinx is the turd between the tiles of my bathroom floor. Oh, wow. Right? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I don't care about no Jinx. Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> we're excited in 17. Uh, we're back after six years. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I mean, you're, I you're, you're clearly off the wall. Here you don't know what okay, yeah, before we get too the far. There I've is a there is a um there is a wager um or a line on whether the Philly special will be run in this game. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Plus one plus one thirty by either team. Will you know? I never thought about it. It's plus one fifty if Philly runs it. It's plus one thirty if Kansas City runs it. I oh, can okay. see Kansas City doing it. I got to tell you, Kansas City is going to run that rugby play that Kelsey tried. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, maybe the lateral pass. Philly special. Let's roll. Well, this this can only be described as Donna Kelsey's dream nightmare. The two brothers going up against each other. So I think let's start with this. Yujita, tell me how do your Eagles win this game? Let's break it down. Because for me, I'm looking at it and I can't find the weakness. I think this is the most complete, healthy team going into a Super Bowl in a long, long time. Break it down for us. How do, how, how do your Eagles win the Super Bowl? Well, they just got to keep doing what they've been doing best at. And we saw that with San Fran, which keep the run game going. Yeah, trust in that O-line. I mean, they, they didn't have much. It wasn't effective at the start of the game, but then, you know, we saw the blocking schemes come out. Kelsey had, I mean, just been phenomenal this season. Absolutely. That line has done everything possible. And so just keep the run game going. Uh, we don't want to come to a position where Hertz is going to be throwing 40, 50 times. Yeah, the RPO has worked magic. I mean, th- this is the one area where it, it kind of splits the defense. You know, Nick Bosa had a lot of time figuring out whether it was a read option or was it a screen, was it a pass? And that kind of took him out of the game. Going to have to do the similar thing with Chris Jones. We know how he's going to be all over this this line. Hopefully, Casey doesn't make the mistake of trying to have tight ends blocking and stuff like that. But um, just keep doing it. And, you know, we saw on defense from the Giants game how they've been able to adjust, how they're able to drop back, show four or five. Um, I think the key area is going to be how quickly Jonathan Gannon adjusts from a four-man rush to a five-man front. You know, we don't want to do it too early. We know that 
Pacheco, depending on how, how good, um, you know, Mahomes is with his leg, maybe have Pacheco running it a lot and more crossing routes with Kelsey. So, you know, we don't want to get too early on to figure out, is it four-man, five-man, whatever it is. Take your time. Don't be really, you know, you know, fuddled if they're up by a score or two going into the half. We've seen they can adjust. Um, you know, the only thing is suddenly the Eagles are favorites, and I, that's where I'm uncomfortable. I did not expect yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, looking at I know, the, I think the, the line lines, started and went the other way, and then and this is what happened with with uh, KC and Cincinnati with all the borrowhead nonsense that <laughs> went on. Right, and, and you know they were in the corner. They came back. You don't want to do this with and Reed. And the the other thing is, Reed's had two weeks to figure out the Eagles' offense and defense, and that's scary. And yes. Mahomes. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I mean, it's two best teams. How, how, how do you answer the haters that say that you didn't really beat anybody in the lead up to the, to the Super Bowl? I mean, you've got the Giants. You've got uh, uh, 49ers without, without a quarterback. Uh, th- it, does that concern you that the Eagles have gotten there without going up against real opposition and they might not be ready for, for Patrick Mahomes? Oh, they're ready. They're ready. They're Come on. I mean, yeah, well, like uh, Brock Purdy, I think we did him a favor, honestly, injuring him because, you know, that leaves his legacy intact. Hey, I got, you know, last draft and I got them to the championship game and I got hurt because yeah. he wasn't going anywhere with the way that pass rush and that defense was handling that game. Okay. So we did him a favor. And listen, and San Fran had their full defense. What happened? They got blown out 31 points, they had their full defense. So whoever says they haven't been tested, yeah, they have been tested, but they've been they've been scheming so well, coming up with all these different, you know, to your zig, I got the zag. They've, they've done several different things. They are ready. They are ready for Mahomes' crew. And if they win the Super Bowl, let's assume that Jalen Hurts is not the MVP there. Who is second in line for you? Who is the second favorite behind Jalen Hurts to be the Super Bowl MVP? On a personal note, for me, Jason Kelsey, to be honest. I mean, and, and your, your guy, Hassan Reddy. Wow. Okay. Excellent. Coach, let's uh, go over to the other side. Can you pick against Mahomes after seeing him beat Joe Burrow in the way that he did? Well, yes. Uh, I, I, can, I can do that. I, I think the Philly defensive line is the best we've seen in the Super Bowl in a while. Yeah. And and if you look at even if you go just back a couple of years to Tampa against Kansas City, that defensive line dominated that Super Bowl. And because they dominated that Super Bowl, um, the quarterback, no matter how good he was or wanted to be or tried to be, he just couldn't make the plays he needed to make. So I think that the Philly defensive line is the best defensive line my goodness, I've seen in a very long time. It doesn't mean I'm picking Philly, but I think if that's where I to pick against Kansas City, that would be the reason. I think that, um, listen, they're very, very good on the defensive line for Philly. Very, very good. Um, I, I, I think there's, a, there's an over-under uh, bet of over 4.5 sacks by the uh, Philly in the game. Wow. And, I'm lending or I'm I'm leading to the over. I gotta say that they're really that good. And and you know me, I, I don't like Philly. I don't like Ujita either. So <laughs> I really have to to say props, oh, to, Philly, props to that defensive line. Um, but 
if I flip it also, you know, you, Eugita brought up a good point. San Francisco had all their best defensive players and no one was hurt there and everything was fine. The offensive line also of Philly dominated. Yeah. Um, we talked about this on our podcast, maybe six, seven, eight, nine weeks ago when they played Dallas at that time, Dallas had the best playing defense in the league and that RPO and, and, um, RPP, sometimes they call it, just absolutely dominated um, the Dallas front line. So I don't know. I really – I can pick against Mahomes, but at the same time, Andy Reid on the bye, 26-4, and four, with one week to prepare. Ooh, man, I don't know. Ooh, boy, I don't know. Ooh, yeah, I mean, boy. looking at the, at the Philly defense, uh, until the 49ers game where they recovered three uh, fumbles there, they had gone seven games without creating multiple turnovers. Is that a concern for you, Eugita? Uh, not at all. I mean, look, I mean, the way they've been able to get at the quarterback, that rush itself, uh, you know, you sometimes you have the quarterback just throwing the ball wherever he can find a receiver. And Maybe the defense is playing a bit bad. The, the de defensive backs are a bit not press, you know, soft coverage. They've been playing a lot of soft coverage. So that's where maybe not a lot of turnovers. But, you know, I mean, there's enough to make them. Actually, they don't have time to think. That's been one of the, the greatest things. And before we leave on that, I, the one point that I, even, even Coach brought up about the blocking schemes of uh, the Philly O-line, Maybe we, he can try to break that. If you got a play yeah, where he can break that, they've here, been doing yeah. that all season. He's going to make me break down how good Philly is. I knew he was going to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's in the back pocket? <laughs> so before you press play, I want yeah. everyone to look, and, and I'm going to have you do pause, let's say about two seconds in. I want everyone to look at how well in this RPP or RPO that they do one-on-one -on -one setups um, to blocking scheme. So you can play it if you don't mind. Yeah. Now stop right here. Now, everyone, if you, if, if you have a look at the moment that the play is snapped and, and you can't see it obviously with the circles, but if you watch the all 22 and, and you can YouTube it, YouTube us, send us some money. You can YouTube it. Those three defensive players, they, once the offensive players bail, they never look, they never look right. at the court. So automatically, now you're eight on eight, yes? And you're going to win. Here, single, blocked, blocked, and passed, blocked, blocked. Now all this running back has to do is beat Mr. 31. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. You'll take that every day, all day. And let's just say for grins, because it happened about four, maybe five plays later in this quarter, Let's just say he doesn't give it. And let's just say um, one of these, let's say number one cheats and tries to hammer that gap. They're going to complete this again to 88, and he's going to run up the sidelines. He doesn't score, but I think he gets about 12, 13 yards yeah. just to keep them honest. So, my goodness, the one-on-one, -on -one, you're exactly right, Yujita, how well that offensive line plays and then all they do is get their running back. And every day, all day in the NFL, I'll take my running back against your free safety, 9, 10, 11 yards deep, and I'm going to win 9 out of 10 times. And in the Super Bowl, I might win 12 out of 15 times. 
100 percent. so and then this is how obviously it played out it went all the way for a touchdown now if we flip over to the kansas city side of course for kansas city to uh win this game there are one player that has to have a heck of a game and that is uh, uh travis kelsey so coach take us through this play this was the yeah, uh, don't fourth, press play yet. yeah yeah this is a, a fourth down scenario that led to a touchdown um and and it's just it, it really shows the dominance of number 87 there i mean he can do whatever he wants in the end zone plays could get broken up and he will still find a way there can you just talk us a little bit about how this one was lined up and then how it ended up yeah so one first of all i cannot believe eric Bieniemy is not getting consideration as a head coach in the nfl that's number one right. um he 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 and andy reed do such a good job getting their players or their playmakers into space Okay, so this is the guy that they have decided they're going to put under pressure. Number 20, you don't recognize it at the moment because you've got all the playmakers other than 88, and he's just going to chip 57. But you've got 83 on this side, 87 on this side, 11 on this side, 9 on this side. And I think this is the fourth down play, if I'm not mistaken, right? right, where they score a touchdown. And they're going to little roll out. Yes. What you don't understand is this play is 100% designed to make number 20 make a decision. Is he going to sit and make sure that 88 doesn't beat them somewhere around here? And at the moment, he recognizes 88 does not. Even if that's one second, maybe 1.5 seconds, he's got to get to this point of the field, yeah, to the center. Now, here's the problem. If if they recognize that this is one-on-one, and then number 11 does his thing, whether that's one-on-one. 24 has to be honest somewhere here, and so does 55, all right? Most of the time, 24 has to roll here. I'm going to tell you right now, and everyone will watch this when Mr. Mo hits play, the play is designed to make number 20 look bad, okay? Now, why they don't understand where number 87 is, I don't know. But he's going to kind of shift here run here, and then do a comeback. At the moment, his one-on-one person is looking bad. 15 is going to throw the ball. But the entire time, he is looking at number 20. If 20 – I'm going to do this in blue. If 20 had done this, then I think Mahomes would have thrown the ball somewhere around in here. But because number 20 does somewhere around in here – 87 goes, does to my red arrow, and he kind of comes back here, and that's where the ball goes. You can press play now. Yeah, let's see how it played out. Where's number 20? Middle, middle, middle. Oh, he didn't come back to the center. He exactly is exactly where you 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 thought he'd end up. Yeah. Close. So I mean that's that's I mean it's it's it really shows that you know, even the, the superiority of, of, of Travis Kelsey there, he's really able to <coughs> bounce off a guy that was very closely marking him and he still was able to get the, the the shot through and it also shows the trust that Mahomes has uh with with his tight end over there stop right there now don't yeah go to the end and then press pause or at, at the end press yeah. pause there now pause right here yeah what you don't realize but you might remember having watched quite a bit of um Kansas City's games how many touchdowns has oops sorry how many touchdowns has number 87 caught right here yeah 
Okay. An enormous amount. So that means number 30, yes, he's playing. Looking him. that way. He's playing him outside in. He's got to play him to this place. Yes. <laughs> in recognition that, my God, number 20, where are you? I love you. Where the F is happening. You can't just sit in the middle because there ain't nobody else coming up there. Right. Right. Where the F are you? Right. But if you remember back and keep in mind, Kansas City has watched how much film and how many sticks, how many posts, how many corners has 87 caught for a touchdown this year? I, I don't even want to begin right. to estimate, but that's why number 30 is not at fault. He's playing him outside in. Wow. Good Fantastic. call. Yeah, listen, um, no, if you could stay back on that plate, Mo. Okay. Oh, now Uh, you want to go back and now, now, no, again, it's got nothing to do with the coach. You let's go, coach. You listen, what first of all, what's scary is that connection between Mahomes to actually know that 87 is going to end up where he did. But if you go back to the beginning of the play, because I saw an interesting snap about pre snap motion. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, go back like right at, yeah, yeah, now. I don't know, and I probably I could bet about 50 fills that 87 started on the left. 50 okay. fills. Yeah. And then, so because it, Coach brought the interesting point that the, the, the whole play was designed to make 20 look bad. Yeah. Now, I am assuming 87 started on that side of the field because I saw a stat where no one does pre-snap motion better than Kansas City. Right. And this is where defenses really you know, they, they get lost in communication. So maybe 20 was supposed to go with 87 to the other side, but then he stayed still there because maybe he thought 87 was going to come on a, a shallow cross or a crossing route or something like that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is one area where Philly will have to be aware of is pre-snap motion usage. They you use know, it about Coach, 70%. Coach Udita brought up a very good point here. And, and sometimes we used to do this. And again, I'm just a high school coach, so... Obviously, I'm not NFL, but at the moment that you motion away from a zero look, right? And a zero look means everything on your side of the screen. There's nothing, no one on this side of the screen that can catch a pass other than 88. That means you go immediately as they motion to a zero look, you go to a man zone. So a man under or a man on the right hand side and a zone to the middle, yeah? So Ujitha brings up a great point. At the moment that they, let's say they motioned 87, he's here, and they motion him over here to like this, that means number 20 automatically has, sorry, a half of the field. Right. Yeah. Now, don't you think there's a danger there that if 20 moves over and 88 actually breaks free, then it's a very easy touchdown. I mean, there's nobody. How many times? Listen, I got to be honest, and I'll do this in red. How many times do you see, you know, this and 88 block, 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 chip? They see 20 going here, and I'm going to put this in red. 88 block, 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 and then do this, and then number 15 stops. And yeah. throws a backside for a touchdown. Right. Yeah. And then that's yeah. and that's what makes Patrick Mahomes. That's so why number. Right? That's why this play right here is designed to see what twenty does. Now the fun part of coaching is they're going to do that two times, maybe three times, and they're going to keep sucking number twenty, and they're going to keep sucking number twenty to the eighty-seven side, and right. at some point number eighty-eight is going to release and come out. 
Watch for it in the Super Bowl. It's going to come. Nice job, Yajitha. You're exactly right. Super. That's what we got to watch on. Out loud. Awesome. Now, let's talk about the scores here. Yujita, give us your score. Wow. Are we going over? Is it a high-scoring game? Is it a low-scoring game? Uh, eight to well, seven. Uh, eight to seven, he's going to say. Eight to seven. Eight. <laughs> what is the over-under? Honestly, I didn't look at that even. Oh, goodness. I, I think it's 1.5. Um, That's a spread, yeah. Hold on one second. I do have it right here. Well, you know, why do you fix that up? 51. 51. 51. Yeah, um, I, I would go right on the cusp of that because, look, uh, if it comes down to a close game, it's probably going to be Kansas. So I'm actually going to take maybe a, a touchdown Ooh. and a bit for the Philly win. Is okay? this recorded? So, you know, I'm going I'm, I'm to say 30-20 Philly. 30-20. All right. 20. All so right. Keep it under. It's keeping it under a bit, but... I know if it's a close game, if it's it's going to come down to Harrison Bucker with a field goal, then Kansas City is probably going to win that damn game. So 30-20, touchdown and a bit, Philly for the win. All right, coach, your pick. Um, My goodness, I haven't thought about the over-under or that 30-20 look. Um, here's how I kind of see it playing out. I, I very much see a back and forth and then about – the end of the first quarter to the end of the third quarter, I see the defense is kind of figuring it out, right? So there's not going to be a lot of scoring between second quarter to beginning of fourth quarter. And then I think the dam breaks, they figure it out, they go back and forth because the offensives can play the game, yeah? Um, nothing taking away from Philly's offense because they can do it. So Listen, I don't do scores very much. I like the over in this game as I'm looking at it. Um, I can see very much either way, Philly or Kansas City, that last, let's say, 95 seconds, that last 100 seconds, you know, a minute and a half, you know, minute 40, whoever scores to go ahead. I can see the other team coming back. Eugitha, I really <laughs> like the Here we go. They are the team to beat. I think they are have had a wonderful season. I've lost so much money betting against Andy Reid in the bye. <laughs> I will take Kansas City at the end to win the game, cover, but also go over. Okay. Well, for me, I had, a, I had a colossal failure in the NFC in the in the championship rounds, right? So both yes. my picks did not make the Super Bowl. I have been an avid. I think that means something about cheeseburgers, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did put three cheeseburgers hey, I on got, the line. I so got four bit. hours left. If anyone want to stake it, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, so um, I'll be there. I, I've been an avid uh, Eagles hater, Philadelphia for, hater for, for, for most of the season. Every time I pick against them, they win. Uh, so I'm going to go about it in a different way this time. I'm looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, best top to bottom roster. I'm hyping you guys up, Yujita. Top to end. I mean, the top end O-line. you got evil intent. You're not doing it out of the love. You're not doing it out of playmakers, The top defense evil. at all three levels. <coughs> I mean, even your wide receivers. I don't know who's your number one. Is it Devontae Smith or is it A.J. Brown? Their numbers are very similar, and both of them can actually break out. 
It's a I even team. I will even pick AJ Brown to be the Super Bowl MVP. I think he oh, will do wonders there. Great, great, I, great. Um, I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles to win by a field goal in the very last minute, 30 to 27. And the Philadelphia Eagles will see. I, I'm on your side. I've come over to your side, Eugene. Oh, piss off! <laughs> in the words, in the words of our great friend Mark. Oh, oh piss man. off! Oh, piss off! <laughs> oh wow! See, wow, no, I mean, wow. my intentions. I don't, I don't am I trying to jinx them, or am I am I just supporting my good friend here, who's been uh, my foe for most of the season? I don't know. Hey. Yeah, we're gonna watch it together on Sunday. So yeah, yeah let's see who I gotta let's say, see who I leaves that bar. I, I like um, Mo's comment here about AJ. Yeah, yeah, he has I think the best promo bets of the Super Bowl. It is plus one point five touchdowns for him at thirty five to one, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, on the over. Sign How good up. of a bet is that? <laughs> That's yeah, a good very, one. very good bet. I think that's probably the best promo of the other than heads or tails or how long the the uh, national hey, he, might he, be. I like the he, over on that 1.5. He's been uh, relatively quiet in the playoffs. So, yeah, you never know. You know I don't what? know, guys. I got to be honest. I, I just – Andy Reid on the bye. I think if you say it three times, what is it we say? it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I've said it like five times now. It's not going to happen. Okay. Look, I, I like I like Philly. I think they are predominantly uh, – I, I watched an NFL network thing the other day where they were going um, position by position, and they had the Eagles on 15 of the 22 positions outflanked, yes? So that means that um, Kansas City only had seven. But the seven that they had – well, Quarterback. Right, right in Chelsea. Yes? Yeah, um, yeah. Quarterback. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I've got a hard time. By the way, I mean, Kansas are not very healthy either. You know, Kadarius Tony's questionable, but he said he will play Juju Smith-Schuster as well. You know, Kadarius need uh, clear from concussion. Mahomes with the high ankle sprain. Um, we, we saw in the, in the championship game that it wasn't much of an issue, but still, I mean, these things could, could, could turn up. But, but listen, there's one more thing that says about these two teams is how well they've drafted. You know, oh, yeah. in, in, in the championship game, who was Sky Moore and not only drafted, traded as well. So Sky Moore came up big. Uh, Scatling came up big. You know, you, you've seen what Pacheco has done this season. Oh, yeah. It's uh, beyond amazing. Yeah. And the same on Philly side. So, yeah, uh, healthy or not, it's going to be a tough one. I, I'll, I'll give you my outside pick. And I, I have wagered um, certain amounts of chocolate. We'll call okay. it chocolate. Um, I think the guy who came from Carolina to Philadelphia will be the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Hassan Reddick. I mean, he deserves something. He, he is sure. a pass-rushing phenom. I, mean, you I, think, I, I think he's the best in the NFL. You know, what was funny in, in, in the Niners game, they actually had tight ends and wide receivers trying to block him. Yeah. Okay, and where was Purdy going to go? In the tent. And that's right. where he did. in the blue yeah. tent. That's where he ended up. <laughs> that's where he ended up. <laughs> All right. So we've got the Super Bowl ballots. It's quite exciting. Uh, let's go to other news right now. Sean Payton named as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. 
quite an interesting uh, press conference and a few interviews there. Some big statements being made on the change of culture, this nepotism kind of uh, that's been rife over there with Russell Wilson and his parking spots and his own offices and his private coaches and all of that. And Sean Payton seems to just say that, you know, I mean, the quote was, this is foreign to me, you know, it's not going to happen. Um, coach, talk us through this one. I mean, in terms of coming into an organization and changing that culture, is this a make or break for Russell Wilson? I mean, do you do you see first of all, do you see Sean Payton being able to turn things around for Russell Wilson, or is it or or is it over for him? I find it interesting. My last next to last coaching position um, back in Texas, our staff came into a brand new um, school, right, and we're coming in, and that school had some winning opportunities about two years before we came in and then had one very bad season, just like Denver has had. And then we came in and our head coach, and they had an extremely great quarterback. I won't say the name of him, but I'll do it at the end of the story. Okay. okay. Um, and they had an absolutely wonderful quarterback and we were coming in and, and we made some, what would you call it? Um, required things to do in the off season. Yeah. Making those statements. Here's where we want you to be. Here are the weights we want you to lift. Here's the running we want you to do. Okay. And then at this point, we're going to measure where everyone is. Then school's out. You have your summer and then you come back to us. All right. As we were in that process, we had a, what, what do you call it? I, I wouldn't call Russell Wilson this because I think um, he is not necessarily that person, even though he's married to someone who might encourage him to be. We had a prima donna quarterback. Right. One QB who's thrown for his 2,000 yards. I'm the guy. I, I am primo number one. And we held him to the same standard. And then it came up when we went to two-a-days back in, in August. He didn't do all the background work. He didn't lift the weights. He didn't do the running, et cetera. And so when it came time for our first one or two practices, he didn't get the first team snaps because oh, wow. we said, when you come into the, to the two days, those that do the work will get the first team snaps. This is how I look at what Sean Payton did and said. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, but I think, listen, this is foreign to me. What I want to do is see the proof in the pudding. Right. If I see those players that are interested in us, the Denver Broncos, those are who are those are the ones who are going to play. If I see those that are interested in themselves, I have my own office. I have my own people who are going to give me, God bless Houston Texans, massages, um, <laughs> etc. Then yeah. they might not be those people. So applause to um, Sean Payton setting a standard now. All of us might see it as against Russell Wilson. I don't. I see it as a or line. the team. It's a line in the sand. Absolutely. Yeah. This is where we want our people to be. Um, and if if Russell Wilson takes that personally, then he might not be our QB. Yeah. yeah. And and there's nothing against Nathaniel Hackett either, right? First time head coach, 
This is my guy. I want to give him every opportunity to be successful. I have some tie-ins with way back in my New England days. I know that TB12 brought his team in on a time and some people are eating avocados. And so, you know, maybe I'll do that, but I love it. Right. And I think, listen, I, I'm going out on a limb here because I predicted Denver to be in the Super Bowl. I don't know, maybe oh. a, 10 months ago, 10 months ago. Wow. I think they'll be winners very I quickly. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I think we made be- some stupid goals. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Manziel was the guy, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Johnny Manziel. No sure way. Yes. Oh, wow. Super. Now, you Kerrville, Kerrville, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Kerrville, Texas. There we go. There we go. Eugita, were you surprised that um, that Sean Payton picked the Broncos out of all the options that he had? I mean, he seemed to have a great gig, you know, with, with Fox. He could have waited another year. Then teams would not have to, you know, give up draft picks to get him. There were a lot of different options that were available to him to go to Denver. I mean, what would be the appeal over there? Yeah, it is very strange. And also, if you look at it, um, he's going to have to mold a quarterback that he's not you or the type of quarterback that he's not used to. This is a guy who spent years and years with a guy like Drew Brees, you know, very controlled, traditional, you know, thread needle from the pocket kind of guy. To right. Now you've got Russell Wilson, who we know predominantly since his time at Seahawks, that he's a mobile quarterback, clutch, you know, put, put it on his shoulders in the fourth quarter kind of guy. So that is also a bit strange to me. How is he going to adjust? Or like Coach said, is, um, you know, is Russell Wilson going to adapt to all these things that Sean Payton yeah. is going to do? And what, you know, are they going to come to loggerheads? So the other way to look at it is also, is Sean Payton looking at this as a project? You know, is it, hey, I'm the, you know, QB whisperer. I'm going to come and take this wild Russell Wilson. What was it? Ride him. What did he say? Ride him, cowboy. What did he say? What was that thing? Let's ride. ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's <laughs> ride. <laughs> Sean's got his lasso and, you know, he wants yeah. to do his thing. So I, I see that way as well. So, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise yeah. Well, speaking of prima donna quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers Ooh, is going on a... Too much light in here. Yeah. <laughs> too much light in What's here. all this light about? <laughs> no, he's going on a self-imposed cell. Coach has gone dark as well. He's going dark. Yeah. Well, a self-imposed solitary confinement, if I, if I could, uh, if I could add, uh, describe it that way, a darkness retreat for four days. <laughs> Um, without the use of drugs, he meant he made that very clear. So there's not going to be anything to cause hallucinations before he decides he, whether he's going to play. He, he or not. took them before he decided to go. You know, all I could all I could think about when I was hearing this is please, please throw this guy into the New York sports market. Please, we want to see how those <laughs> two things come together because I mean the drama in, in, in there is unbelievable. Um Coach, do you see him playing next year? If 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 just quickly simulate a four-day, you know, solitary <laughs> confinement in your brain, what would you decide? Hey, hey that's <laughs> what happens. Like, I just can't put up with this stuff. No, because yeah, that's what happens to coach when he talks back to the wife. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, you might have some experience. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> talks back to the wife or talks at all in the house. Four-day <laughs> darkness, baby. Coach. 
Say something. <laughs> I think we, we, we Yes. Yes. <laughs> look, I, I I am not one to judge people. I, I don't want to judge what he what decisions he might make and what environment he might put himself in. Having been someone in that environment, even for just a few hours on a bad decision, what the absolute F is he thinking? Yeah. What is I, going I just, on? I, 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 I would prefer him to go wherever he went in the Aztec community last year, right. take whatever he Ayahuasca. <laughs> Ayahuasca. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I would prefer that. Yes. Yeah. I and again, I'm not judging him. I, I, I hope that Green Bay does what they did when he was a rookie or a, or a three-year rookie and Brett Favre was trying to decide where am I going to go? Am I going to retire? Am I going to go to the Jets, et cetera? Yeah, yeah. I hope that Green Bay does the same with him. They'll probably and, trade him. I see, I see a trade happening. Unfortunately, I do too, but it can't happen unless he agrees to a salary decrease or a oh. salary cap hit. Yeah. Okay. No one's going to pick up that 50 million salary cap right. hit this right. year. Right. That, and, and I just don't see it. Uh, I would love to see him in the Jets. I would absolutely. I couldn't give me my Rice Krispies, give me my bowl. <laughs> I will watch their games. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I like the kid that they have behind him. Um, I liked him when he was coming out when um, Brett Favre was trying to decide. Yeah, I read a quote that he gave as Brett Favre was deciding, and he said, "Listen, Brett is his own man. I hope he decides what's best for him. I would never do this in my career to someone um, later." Yeah, yeah. And, and here we are. And so, here we are. Same scenario Look, playing out. It'll be dark. Yeah, I, I'm fine it'll with that. It'll be dark. It's all, you know, sometimes it's clap, clap. Yeah, clap, yeah. Clap. Yes, they're on, they're off. I, I don't care anymore. I really don't. Um, Darla, go root for someone else. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, We've advised that a lot. Let's wrap this up with, with uh, Tom Brady. Uh, so we've got Tom Brady here retiring this time for good. Um, final thoughts. I mean, I think, I don't know if the season that he came back for was worth it, but I think he goes down in history as the greatest of all time. Yujita, what do you say? Yeah. I'm on a, Tom Brady's look, career here. Look, I mean, he just messed up his legacy a bit. That's what's sad. Cause here we had, you know, the goat and, uh, watching that video he made was actually sad because yeah. it looked, it, it was so filled with regret. That's yeah. what it was. It's like, you know, I think I made a mistake here. I played an extra season. Uh, my life got all messed up. And that's it. I'm done, guys. I'm gone. So did you hear about a guy who actually went to the spot that Tom Brady filmed that video from and filled up a jar of sand from that spot? Oh, why not? And filled it up on why not? auction or eBay or whatever it was. And there's there was a bid for ninety nine thousand dollars for that jar of sand. I mean, talk about a uh, smart. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it, it, there's a bit of a Tom Brady fatigue in terms of 
people talking about him. Um, and I think it would be nice for to see him take that break. I think he said he's not he's going to start his Fox career um, in the fall of 2024. So that break for one year where he gets to step back, hopefully try to um, kind of sort things out in his private life. But for me, you know, maybe we say now that he ruined his legacy a little bit, but two or three years from now, we're not going to remember this. We're just going to remember the I Super Bowls so. and all the I success. I agree. Is there a coincidence with um, Sean Payton leaving so soon and him coming in? Uh, at Fox. That could be. No, but then there's a one-year gap. So next season, I think he's not going to be in the Fox booth, but then it'll be a year after that. Yeah. Uh, maybe. 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 We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Are you happy with Steve Wilkes as the DC? I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him to go to the 49ers. Um, I, I think he deserves a head coaching job. Uh, in the near future and I think this time next year we'll be talking about Steve Wilkes getting a head coaching job there's no uh, doubt about that speaking of which uh, what do you make of some of the hires like Bill O'Brien back in NE I mean I think that as offensive coordinator yeah they I need mean, that they needed that I'm just glad I'm glad Ben McAdoo is out so <laughs> we're not getting that back right uh, I think we got a defensive coordinator um, who's experienced as well so I'm happy about that so I, I think Overall, it's good, but the biggest question for the Carolina Panthers is the quarterback. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that Derek Carr is interviewing with the New Orleans Saints. I hope that goes through because that's not the answer. I mean, I mean, how many times can you clone uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Baker Mayfield and all of these guys, right? Uh, I think we need to find either go from the draft. You know, we've got two second round picks uh, yeah. we've got the ninth pick in the draft i think we can actually trade some of these for a number one i'm happy getting an uh, you know a new quarterback uh from the draft and developing him over a couple of years um i don't know but i i, I read you're not gonna like this but i read an interesting article this morning Jameis winston to carolina no 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 <laughs> we've gone through that experiment I like that with cam Newton, like teddy bridgewater and now Jameis. Winston. All, right, all right i gotta uh, like that interesting I, I i think they'll piece some things together and end up being the third or fourth pick in the draft and i think they'll get either the guy from ohio state probably yeah. um or one of the other guys maybe the kentucky guy levi or levy whatever his name yeah. is um, I, I think you have a very good offensive-minded coach, which yes. is what the owner wants. But a coach that needs a, a well-established quarterback, not to, you know, to bring or coach a, a, a new quarterback into. I, th I think Reich can do that. Yeah. I think he Let's can. See. Let's see. Yeah, but man, if he signs any old veteran, you're going to end up like he was in Indy. Yeah. Oh, I guess. well, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's order some crab legs when we meet for the Super Bowl. <laughs> James Winston, it is. <laughs> hey, one uh, one Super Bowl question before we sign off. All right. Ooh, the last regular season MVP to go to the Super Bowl and win was? Last. 90-99. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes? No, was it? Ninety-nine, greatest show on turf. Was it really Kurt Warner, baby? Was it really, really? Kurt Warner? Wow, Kurt Warner, ninety-nine, the last regular season MVP. 
So, uh, yeah, is Mahomes going to break that? That's the question. Let's see. Let's see. Well, he's 10-3 and three in the postseason, so he's got a pretty good record in the postseason. Andy Reid on a bye, man. <laughs> you said it there. <laughs> why, do I, you, why did you wait till the end of the podcast to mention that? Let's talk yeah. about it. Andy Reid on a bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just quick question. Who, who will be the uh, difference maker in Philly for this Super Bowl? Give me one name. Well, other than Hassan Reddick, AJ okay, Brown, good. we've AJ already Brown. said it. AJ Brown or Devontae Smith, actually. I think one of these uh, two good. is going to break out. Yeah. I think it's going to be Gainwell. All right, Mo, give me one for Kansas City. Kelsey. It's always Kelsey. Man, you got to watch 87. My yeah. God, can you just not cover the guy? I mean, I think they, they can all be down. All the wide receivers could get injured. If you have Mahomes and you have Kelsey, you could still win a football game. So hey, I think C- Cincinnati a- had him covered for a while. I think that was a mistake. They When they started out, they had him covered for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Game. A while, you just need one play. Yeah. yeah, but then he had Pacheco going, and then they forgot about Kelsey. So, yeah, it was all, you know, all over the place. I, I, I'll give you an underdog. I think number 10 for Kansas City. Number 10. Who is that? They're running back, man. Oh, they're right. Run- yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's the dark horse. Yeah. 95 to 1 Super Bowl MVP. Wow. Oh, these are some juicy odds. Today, dark man. horse. Let's go. All right, guys. This has been a fantastic season. Of it, course, we're, we're going has. to be missing our friend Mark Sherman. Uh, it, you know, I mean, we watch. lost him around this time last year, so we couldn't do the Super Bowl episode last year. But we're going to get together. We're going to honor his memory and we're going to have a heck of a Super Bowl. Shall we tell people where we're going to be if they yes. want to come by? Yeah, so we're going come to see be us. in JLT McGettigan's watching the Super Bowl. If you see us, if you find us, come by, say hello. Shout this out to McGettigan's. Sports Unhinged. Look for the guys. ball-headed guy and the two brown guys. You'll find yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he'll All be right, in the dude. middle. All right. Have a good go one. Bears. We'll see you in after.